countdown begins. Go. All right, let's talk about this World Cup final. Um, it was an amazing game, first off. Yeah. Oh, my three, God. 3-3 three goes to overtime, PKs. I mean, the drama of it all. Yeah, I mean, it was like a 80-minute almost snooze fest. Like, Argentina just completely dominated that game, and then all of a sudden, it's like 12 or 11 on 1, and Mbappe's talent just showed through. It was insane. Yeah, I mean, the first half, 2-0. Five minutes before halftime, Deschamps makes some substitutions, bringing off Giroud and Tempele. Yeah. So, I mean, he... He knew at that point, I got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, very wrong. Very wrong. But, I mean, it still took till the 80th minute for any of the subs to actually make an impact. And I feel like Kolomwani uh, was easily the best impact sub that they, they put on the field. Yeah. Um, and then you can see the tactical change even right before halftime, bringing on Kolomwani and mm-hmm. Taram. I mean, Mbappe wasn't doing his defensive work down that side. So he had to bring Taram on to help yeah, out you, that. You could see visibly how frustrated Mbappe was too, because he yeah. was not even seeing the ball. Like what he touched the ball, like three or four times. It seemed like the whole game, which is crazy to me. So. Oh, apparently all he needs is three, three touches to the ball. <laughs> Scores a <Right>? hat trick. <laughs> Two goals in 90 seconds. So, um, so yeah. What about that first penalty? The first penalty, um, I mean, Di Maria just took Dembele to the cleaners. I mean, he just <laughs> chewed him up and spit him out, and Dembele sticks a foot out to try to do something and brings him down. Yeah, and at that I point, mean, it's like, why even do anything? Like, he was already by him by the time his legs started moving. So, Di Maria had the game of his career, I mean, right there in the World Cup final. Yeah. I wasn't sure if he was even going to start comes on and not even playing for Juventus like plays out of his skin. Yeah, it was nuts. And then how cool was that finish from Messi though? Just like, Oh yeah. As soon as you saw the keeper make a slight motion, it looked like he was like, yeah, I know exactly what I'm gonna do. Nice and easy. So yeah, one nail up in the 23rd minute. I mean, at that point it had been all Argentina. France had no time on the ball. They couldn't do any get anything going forward, putting passes together. Yeah, it's crazy. I it was one way traffic for eighty minutes. It was. I mean, Argentina played the perfect game, like you say, for 75, 80 minutes, and then you know France has the comeback start. I know, man. You it know, and crazy. I told you before that comeback, Odamendi, man, he has a mistake in him. He had a mistake in him. I mean <laughs> very reminiscent of uh Granite Jaca. Every yeah. year except for this year, so <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <clears throat> but I mean, let's talk about that Argentina second goal. How beautiful was oh, the build up to that goal? That was oh, like, I don't even think Arsenal could have built that up as beautifully as they did. The like, flick from just... Messi to uh, who was it? Um, Alvarez, or no, it was, it was uh, McAllister. McAllister, McAllister yeah. plays it across to Di Maria. Di Maria just chips it over. Yeah. Lifts it just enough, get it just over. Just enough. Such a cool finish, too. Like, I, Di Maria, words do not describe how much better he played in that game versus what he normally does, like in yeah. any other game. Like, coming off an injury, um, taking a knock on the quad, coming back and playing like that. 
I, I got no words. It's crazy. Guy played out of his skin. I mean, amazing game from him. Draws a foul, scores a second goal. Yeah, it, it was such a beautifully orchestrated goal. It's only something Messi could think of. Yeah. Plain and simple. So, uh, and then, what about... Go ahead. I was going to say, and then, you know, Mbappe scores that penalty. Um, and then how crazy was that last 10? Right. 10 minutes plus oh stoppage time. Pure chaos. Like the penalty, and then it just like flipped everything on its head. Nuts. I mean, and then it, it was going both ways. Hugo Reese has that save from Messi. Um, Lotaro misses some pretty open <laughs> chances. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for Inter Milan. Like they got Lukaku and Martinez coming back and not they couldn't hit a broadside of a barn if it was literally four, four feet in front of them i'm like how do you miss those not not just miss it but like hit it the wrong direction like that yeah. ball went closer to the corner than it did the goal it seemed like it and a wide open header it right? went very wide <laughs> it <laughs> you got so it completely bad. wrong and then how about that like not even ninety seconds later, that finish from Mbappe. Oh, like, oh, oh, that. I mean, that's Mbappe, man. He's world class. Is there any other player you think at that kind of pressure and that kind of moment would have just skied it or shanked it? And no, he buries besides it in the Messi. Besides I, Messi, I don't know if there's a single one. Like, there's arguments for other people, but I don't honestly. Because he had to hit that so perfectly. And then credit and, to Martinez, even got a hand on it. I mean, I know. But, I mean, again, talking about players playing out of their skin, Martinez. Oh, man. What a stud. That save. That yeah. save. That there, save those, won those Argentina saves are, World Cup. Those saves are what makes me almost wish he was still at Arsenal. Almost. Yeah, almost. I, I understand. Almost. I mean, it. He played fantastic, obviously, in the World Cup. But, I mean, you got Aaron Ramsdale, who's still solid. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to complain. But that's for another – that's a different podcast. Talk about that topic altogether. Different episode, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Mbappe equalizes. 81st minute. Pure chaos for – what was that? We had nine minutes minutes, of extra time? Like, what? Do we want to even get into that? Or is that just a whole nother rant that's just going to go for days? I mean, I don't know even know what you're talking about. It was just back and forth completely just, I mean, and then like we mentioned the Martinez save in the, what was it? 103rd minute, something like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I thought like, I see Kulumuani, he's on the break and he has the one-on-one. It's him and Otamendi. I mean, I honestly, I thought he was either going to make it or sky it. I did not think yeah. Martinez would save it. No, no. And you see, to, I think it was today the news came out that he got a World Cup tattoo on the exact spot that he saved. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a That's World funny. Cup trophy with the stars on top and then a quote underneath. And it's on that spot on his calf that he saved that. Yeah. I was like, What? Like pure pure banter. That man is king, in my opinion, of banter. Watching just watching that game, like nuts. Yeah, I mean his so. celebrations were oh god, just hysterical during the PK shootout his after the dancing. game. 
during the parade. Right? The, the Mbappe baby doll with his face on it. Like, I think that's a little too far. I, I think it's but, a little too far, too. Like, credit like, to okay, him. There's banter. There's the... so. I'm surprised Messi didn't say something. I mean, that's his teammate. I think at that point, Emmy is such a, like, he's just the guy. Him and Messi. Like, I think he just let him do it. What was, it was his nickname? Like, Debu or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. So we're in extra time. You got that save literally with a minute left. Not even. Not even like, seconds. Yeah. Yeah. 123rd minute is nuts. So then, yeah, and we then, go to extra time. And this is where, as you mentioned, Martinez shines with some of his misses. <laughs> I a, yeah, I, got, I have no words. <clears throat> as a striker, you should be able to do that. But no. And then, you know, credit to him. The goal comes off of a shot from him. Yeah. Bounces off Floris and Messi's there to get it over the line, barely. As he, as he always is. Always in the right spot at the right time. Just because he... I don't know what it is about his brain, but it's like he can literally see a whole sequence of events that's going to happen in five minutes. Five minutes before it happens. Yeah. How that footballing knowledge is just too good and unreal. But... We'll get to that. He has that later. third eye that you know most players just don't have. You can see a pass that other players don't see and can exactly. just put it put the ball so where good. it needs to be. Right. What about um Tushimeni's oh wait, we're yeah. So we go through, we get the messy goal hundred and eighth Mbappe penalty. Was that I mean it's your guy. It's Montiel. I told you when we were watching the game, like Montiel looks like trash, man. I know. He was so bad. And that was that was in the like halfway through the second half. It was two zero at that point. Like this was like, before all of this. I was like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> Some of the passes he was making, the terrible crosses he was making, just yeah. every decision was bad. Reminiscent Ugh. of uh, Andre Santos. <laughs> yeah, so bad. And How then, of course, starting? like his arms, the one flailing, and right. it hits his arm. Yeah, like I don't understand how your arm is in that position if there's a guy in front of you shooting. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Um, and then Mbappe, man, he steps up, puts it to the left of Martinez again, again, hand on it again. I, that man, I just so good. My penalties, I. Immaculate timing, maybe. Was he off the line a little bit? Possibly. But Mbappe, again, classic case of putting it where the goalie can't get to it. Yeah, I mean, kick it hard enough in the corner. Every goalkeeper is going to struggle to get there. Right. And then now it's equalized. What It was the latest goal in World Cup knockout history. In extra 116th time. minute, yeah. Yeah. So... Um, we're on to penalties. Penalties. What a show that was. Yeah. Um, so I kind of wrote down all the ways the different players went and how it played out. Yeah. Um, so it starts off in Bape, man, stepping up again. PK number three in this game. Right. And again, he goes uh, left, scores. And again, Martinez with a hand on it. <laughs> Still goes and up. Steps up, uh, Messi. 
And that, that was a funny one to watch because you can see Larice. He didn't want to jump one way, but he still kind of did. And Messi just just got it to the left of him. Right. Messi's left. You know, Hugo's right. And you can see as Larice is diving, you just see the look on his face as he looks back, like, "Oh no." And so, oh, like, no. he tried to get back. <laughs> so that, that one was a funny one. Yeah. I mean, again, with Lloris, though, like, he came out the day before or two days before and said how bad he is at saving penalties. As well, France, you here. have one sub <laughs> left. Why not take him off and put someone else on that might be better as a goalie? Like, where are the odds he's actually going to be able to take a kick? You know, you want someone who's going to give you a chance to win. They, they stood no chance. I mean, it's tough as a coach to make that decision. Bring in a cold goalkeeper versus someone who's been kids. playing like, free of the whole tournament. I mean, it's it's like, you know, as kids going and playing, you know, just randomly. Hey, guys, let's, let's take some penalty kicks. Let's have some fun. You don't need to be warm to save penalty kicks. Taking I mean, one, on a, on a game of that story. size and that pressure, I, d- I think you definitely want to stick with your experienced goalkeeper. I mean, even if Larissa says, no, nah, I'm not very good at PKs, I mean, it could be a, a mental trick also. He could be trying to psych out Argentinian I think you, players. I think personally that he was being honest as a Tottenham goalie. He's like, I can't take pressure situations to win a trophy. I just can't do it. So It's a Tottenham plug. It's a, it's a Tottenham plug. So I'm just saying. <clears throat> but yeah, and then Komen steps up for France after Messi, and Emmy saves it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a great penalty kick. It was not. It was a perfect height for him. Yeah, but good credit to Martinez. Knew exactly where he was going the whole time. And then DiBala steps up, man—a guy who's barely touched the ball that tournament in this tournament, and not even just touched the ball though. Like he played what a total of six minutes the entire tournament. I think it was more than that, but, but yeah, I mean, he, it was, he hadn't played. He came on to take that penalty and what's he do? It goes right down the middle and super easy. And coach looks Martinez like a genius for bringing him on and told him exactly where to shoot. That's where he went. At least you don't miss if you go down the middle. That's right. You can only get saved. <laughs> yeah. And then we got two Shemeni. Comes up next. Pressure, man. I mean, how old is he? 19, 20? And he's 20. But, I mean, he plays for Real Madrid. Still. Pressure of the World Cup final penalty shootout. He's young. I think it got to him. He missed. Reminiscent of Saka in the Euros. The pressure gets to him. Maybe. I I mean, again, it's a lot of pressure for a teenager, you Mm -hmm. know, 20 year old. And he misses wide and Martinez. The taunts. (laughs) Oh. The shimmy shake dance. Crazy. I love it. The banter. So good. And then steps up. Your guy. Montiel. No, Paredes. Paredes. He missed. No, he scores. Made it. He scores going left. And then uh, for France, Muani. That was it. And then he goes down the middle. Mm-hmm. Scores it. And then up subs Montiel, the guy I'd been Montiel. shitting on all game. <laughs> gives away that penalty. Having a howler. And what does he do? He scores the winning PK for Argentina and will only to win the FIFA be, World Cup. Only ever be remembered for doing that. He will. 
So I mean, the odds thing for him, Max, he played terrible that game. So bad, so bad. (laughs) But the odds he's going to play in the next World Cup, I don't know. I don't. I don't think he makes it unless somehow he gets way better. I didn't see anything from the entire World Cup to believe that he was any good. Besides, he's really fast. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. A lot can happen in four years. Mm-hmm. And then the party is on. Argentina wins it. Everybody goes crazy. It tears in my eyes. Messi finally wins it. Can only feel happy for him. Martinez is off doing his shenanigans. France. So let's talk. Crushed. Was this the best World Cup final ever? I can't really say ever, but that I've watched. It definitely was the most intense. It just, for me, it's the 80 minutes of Argentina domination that makes it. I don't know if it really is the best ever. I think 2002 was fantastic. 2006 was great. The the Spain-Netherlands final, fantastic. I mean, it was boring as hell, but... And so that's why... I think this one is the best, one of the best, if not the best, World Cup final. Obviously, that I've seen since I started watching it in '98. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the narrative, man, the stories going into this final with Messi, with Mbappe, with just Argentina as a whole. You know, could Messi get his hands on that World Cup, or would it be a two-peat for Mbappe? And would he kind of submit himself as the new best player in the world? Yeah, I mean, can't really make any better storylines than that. Like it's that's picture storybook, everything you wanted out of a final drama. Either you're going to get the team that wins it twice in a row for the first time in 60 years, or you get Messi is now considered the goat per se. And I think those storylines help make it a better world cup final. Oh, 100%. I mean, obviously you have the dramatics in the game, you know, Argentina are cruising two zero and then, the 80th minute hits and France get back into it again. Credit to France. They got back into it, not playing the best game. And then you had goals in overtime. And then again, to take it to PKs, it was, it was fun. It was fun to watch. I I will give it that. It's definitely up there. Um, I mean, me emotionally, 2002 probably stands out the most. That That Brazil team against the Germans who really hadn't let in any goals. Can Ronaldo score? Yeah. So personally for me, I know 2002 really wasn't that close. There was no really back and forth. It ended 2-0. But it's definitely pretty close to the top for me. But I I don't think I would go with the best ever. We'll say the best that we've watched. How about that? I'll, I'll give it to that. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, but yeah, that 2002 game, Ronaldo and Brazil, um, you know, obviously they were coming off that 98 loss mm-hmm. to France in the final and all the drama around Ronaldo and his then injuries the and the haircut. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I mean, that leads us right into our next topic, too, which is the great debate storyline of Mbappe versus Messi, man. They didn't disappoint, I will say that. No, no, they did not. So, I mean, 
Mbappe wins the golden boot. Messi wins the golden ball. Player of the tournament. Was Messi the player of the tournament? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, that game against Croatia, you know, there were a lot. It seemed like a lot of games. So it wasn't just that game yeah. against Croatia, but Messi carried. Yeah. The game against Mexico, Messi carried this Argentina yeah. team on the back of his shoulders to get him to that final. And, you know, credit to some of those players that stepped up. Enzo Fernandez. I mean, who had heard of him at Benfica? Not, not a whole lot of people. Arguably, in my opinion, probably the second best player on that team. And then Alvarez overtaking Martinez up front. I mean, I mean, my grandmother could have overtaken Martinez up front with the way he was finishing. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm just saying. Yeah. So, I mean, you had but, some definitely some good players step up and hold their weight. But I mean, still, I mean, those struggling games, Messi, it took a little little bit of brilliance from Messi to break open a game. That goal against Mexico. That Goal against uh, that goal against Croatia, where he just turned in uh, that Croatian Vardial, defender. Yeah, like yeah, where he turned him inside out. Easily considered the best defender in the whole tournament. Honestly, I have him in my team of the tournament. Yeah, I would agree. He's one of my center backs that I would put in that team of the tournament. Yeah, I mean, he was, and then Messi just to essentially make him look like he was an innocent bystander trying to, you know figure out which way he's going to go on a crosswalk. Just, oh, 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 where am I going? <laughs> Turns him around and then just absolutely, like, he doesn't, if you watch that replay, he doesn't look up once. Not even once. Just turns him around, goes to the line, perfectly weighted pass to Alvarez. And yeah. the rest is history. Yeah, it was a, it was a beautiful, again, Moment of brilliance from Messi. How many does he have? So many. I mean, that's what we expect at this point. So. That is. That but is what we expect from Messi. Again, the in the final, you know, not only do you have all these storylines, but you get this golden ball. Like, Messi ties Mbappe, then goes ahead of him, and then Mbappe ties him again, and then goes ahead of him again, and then Messi ties him again, and then Mbappe goes ahead again. Like... I don't think we'll ever see a golden boot race like that ever again. No, no, I don't think we will, but I mean, and then, to, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I say credit to Mbappe. I mean, he's already at, what is it? 14 goals in the world cup, 12 goals in 14 games. My bad. Yeah. He's 23. <clears throat> he's easily got, Two more World Cups in him, I would say. If he can stay healthy and plays in those World Cups, he will be the top goal scorer for Does the FIFA World Cup. Do you think he passes Klose? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, Klose's at 16 goals, so, I mean, he's got four more. Fair. That's a good point. But the way this France team looks, it doesn't look like they're going to slow down in producing talent. A lot no, of young players no. on that team. But, I mean, for me, it's because they're producing so much talent that he possibly, it could, barring injury, it it might be close. Or he blows it out of the water. I think he's going to blow it out of the water. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, you heard it it here here first, folks. Targo, Mbappe, 
World Cup goal leader of all time in eight years. I mean, look how many goal matches he's done it in. 12 goals in 14 matches. Close, he, he scored uh, 16 goals in 24. So, I mean, 10 games, you don't think Mbappe can score four goals? No, and, I mean, Close, Especially in some him. of those group stage games, you know, where they play the likes of, you know, in Ecuador or, yeah, you know, a lesser or country. Could, not lesser yeah. country, but just a team, I mean, not so much then, footballing talent. And then the talks of next World Cup being 48 teams. I mean, you can only imagine the lower level of skill that the teams he's been playing against. I mean, what happens when you know, potentially, against, but then you also look at teams that didn't go like Italy. I mean, yeah, but are I you mean, tell me Italy is a worse team off than uh, Saudi no, Arabia like, or Iran or, I mean, valid point, but you got to look at the other teams that were in the playoffs as well. Right. New Zealand. You got, um, was it Montenegro was one? Um, San Marino. Oh, if San Marino made it to work, like, I feel bad for them. Yeah, exactly. But that's what you get with 48 teams. You get teams like, remember North Korea in 2002? Brazil <laughs> beat them. I don't know how. not out of them, and then poof. You never hear from them ever again. Yeah, I still don't know how they made it there. And then China. Like, you're going to see these sorts of teams in there. I mean, imagine if Guatemala made it into the World Cup. They're going to be destroyed. Do you think we'll ever see Qatar in another World Cup? No. No, I will boldly predict right now that unless they host one, never again. It won't happen. And I still feel like the host countries should have to qualify. Yeah, I'm curious how that works now that there's three countries hosting. I mean, it kind of makes it tougher. It narrows down that qualification field. Yeah, I mean, it gives essentially every team that's coming out of North America to essentially have to qualify via playoff. It's, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm very excited to see, you know, hopefully we'll be there watching it live, live reactions in yeah. four years. So very close. It'll be in our backyard in Seattle, so got to make it to at least one game. Right. Okay. So, Emmy Martinez, Golden Glove. Did he deserve it? Yes. I, I would put him ahead of, uh, Lif- was it Lipkovic or? Yeah. That Croatian goalkeeper. That Croatian goalkeeper was Liv- fantastic. Was it, Amazing. I mean, I'm going to butcher it either way, but I think it's Livakovic. Livakovic. But. I mean, Martinez only had seven saves the whole tournament. I mean, even Chesney. Chesney had a fantastic games, um, the Croatian goalkeeper. But because Martinez makes that save in a penalty shootout for the World Cup final. Yeah. What he did against the Netherlands in that penalty shootout. I mean, he I had five penalty saves in the tournament. I mean, that save at the fine in the last minute of normal time. Yeah. I mean, yes, I understand. He was on the winning team. He gets a little bit extra leeway. I just, I, I think Livakovic, 24 saves, carrying Croatia. Like, if he doesn't save that many shots, does Croatia even make it to the semifinals? I don't think so. Can I ask you a question? What team does he play for in Europe? Ooh. 
I knew this the other day, but I forgot already. I'm going to tell you, he's going to be moving. That's for sure. I well, mean, yeah. his stock yeah. definitely, I mean, he's going to be one of the players whose stock probably rose the most Yeah, in that tournament. Or the guy for Amrabat for Morocco. Amrabat too. And then even like Enzo Fernandez, Uwani for Mor- Morocco. I mean, Enzo Fernandez transfer value was 80 million before the World Cup. And now you're talking he's going to be the same price as Jude Bellingham, whose price also went up. It was 100, now it's 150. So, Another young player I was impressed with who just got a move to Liverpool as of today is uh, Cody Gagpo. Oh, to Liverpool? Liverpool. Good for them. That's a great signing for him, I will tell you that. Out of nowhere. I did not hear that transfer rumor at all. It was United, 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 United. whisper of Arsenal, United, 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 and then Liverpool. Good on Jurgen Klopp. He's going to be huge for them because they need that. But they also need center mid. But I thought you were saying Bellingham got announced. I was like, no, I would have heard that. (laughs) (laughs) No, but he definitely was very impressive in that World Cup too. Oh, yeah. I mean – all, I mean, this World Cup was the World Cup of Messi and the new up-and-coming young talent. Young talent. I mean, our boy Saka, I can't, say, I can't say enough words about that boy. I love him. He is so good. Easily, in my opinion, England's best player. I mean, Enzo Fernandez, he wins the, you know, best young player of the tournament. Is he the best best young player in the tournament? I don't think so. Maybe in that position. But, I mean, I don't know. Even in that yeah. position, he still have to fight Amorbat. Which, Amorbat. I mean, who, who do you have as your defensive midfielder in your team of the season? Amorbat or Enzo Fernandez? That's a tough one. I picked Amorbat. Just, I, think I mean, that guy It's a tough Amorbat. decision. You're not wrong. I, I think I every- pick Enzo. Yeah. I mean, it's one or the other. <laughs> Both yeah, fantastic I mean, I midfielders. Had, I had put in fantastic performances. I had both of them in my team of the season, our team of the World Cup. So I didn't have Jude Bellingham in there. Probably should have been. But I don't have him in mine. There's so many good midfielders in that World Cup. It's hard. Oh, I mean, I mean the way Griezmann, his new position, the way he played. Yeah, he was like the French Messi. I mean, how do you leave out Luka Modric? Again, because of Messi. <laughs> That's the so. reason why. So, yeah. I mean, Mbappe's got that. I mean, to circle back around, I mean, I think Mbappe, you're, you probably are right that he passes closer at some point. But, I mean, he's one goal behind Messi. I highly doubt Messi plays in another World Cup. If it is, I don't think it'll be at this capacity. No, definitely not. And I don't even know. Maybe he's just there for, like, moral support. And I'd like maybe in more of a Ronaldo role, but yeah, and I'm talking Brazilian Ronaldo in yeah, the last the World Cup he played. Cristiano Ronaldo, man, it seems like he I, was uh, not happy. I don't about think playing. Messi will ever be compared to Cristiano Ronaldo ever again. Should and he be. shouldn't? He should not. They're, I mean, first off, they're two totally different players. Mbappe should be compared to Cristiano at this point because they play very similarly. Neither one plays defense. They both score goals for fun. At the end of the day, I think Messi 
it'll be Messi and Mbappe, not Messi and Ronaldo, in my opinion. But we'll see. Only time will tell. Yeah. But kids definitely got a bright future. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you think he'll be compared to Brazilian Ronaldo and Pele or more Cristiano Ronaldo-esque comparisons? I think more Cristiano. I mean, yeah. we'll see. He's still young. I mean, he already has a World Cup to his name, but just, you know, the way Ronaldo and Messi, they had that rivalry together. They were both in La Liga. They, I think they pushed one another to become better. Mm-hmm. Um, who does Mbappe have? His main competition, I would say, is Erling Holland, who's off in the Premier League, not even in the same league. And kicking his ass. Right now. And I would agree to that, the way Erling Holland's been scoring goals. I mean, he said yeah. scoring goals for fun. That guy dreams about it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's not fair. He's a goddamn robot. And so, Honestly. you know, I mean, they both play at, obviously, top-notch clubs at PSG and Man City. I mean, they both have a great supporting cast around them. Uh, Holland's getting fed by Bernardo Silva and Kevin De Bruyne and all the others. Yeah, and then you got Mbappe's got Messi, Neymar, Hakimi. I mean, the PSUT, it's just not fair, but. No. To play in a farmer's league. And so they, they do definitely play different positions. Yeah. Um, but I do think, as far as this next generation of who's going to be the best player in the world, I think it will come down to those two. I, 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 I do agree with you. But, I mean, if you're Mbappe at this point, then. You play for PSG, you got all this money, it's a farmer's league, you get next to no, you know, competition, per se. You play with Messi and Neymar. If, honestly, they yeah. get complacent in Liga, and then they go to the Champions League, and, you know, they play they play in Liga against uh, Bayern Munich or Man City or, you know, Liverpool or whoever, and they don't realize that, oh, they're, they're playing Good. down, they need to step up. Yeah. So if you're Mbappe at this point, what do you try to do? I think it was a mistake to stay at PSG, but what do you do, I do if too. you're Mbappe? I, I mean, at this point, there's not a lot of clubs that one can afford him. I mean, his options are limited there. Unless mm-hmm. he goes to a Real Madrid, you know, Liverpool or somewhere in the Premier League, one of those top clubs. I'd I love think to that, see him in the Premier League. But yeah, I, I, I think, too. honestly, he'll end up in Spain. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say the move I think going to the Premier League is the wrong move for him personally just because it doesn't quite click with his style of soccer I mean Holland is built and made for the Premier League big physical fast in your face all the time I just I think it's not where Mbappe would thrive completely and I think you're right it would be Spain I think he'll end up in Spain yeah yeah, and it's, like I, mean, I said, it's I'd love little... to see him in the Premier League. Him and Holland playing against each other, yeah, a couple times a year. Yeah, I mean it would be amazing, but I mean as of right now, whether it's at PSG or somewhere else, I think it's only going to be in the Champions League. But yeah, Maybe. as far as him, who he can be compared to, yeah, I would say Cristiano. You know, Messi a little bit, since they do both like to kind of come off a wing. Um, but Mbappe also likes to play through the middle. Yeah, I mean, Ronaldo. I would compare him to that guy that's over your shoulder, personally. Yeah. Very, very similar. Old Thierry Henry. 
I I just they're so similar in almost every way, except for the fact that Mbappe's easily going to pass his record for or Giroud's record. Sorry, it's Giroud's, yep, Giroud's record. record now. Holy, but yeah, I that man is ageless and Olivier Giroud, but I think age is like a he, fine wine. Yes, <laughs> and looks as well. I yeah, mean, you see the pictures of him when he's in his he's early twenties. Guy, man. Like, whoa, yeah. Now he's aging like Tom Cruise. So, but yeah, I we'll think see. there's the potential there for definitely for Mbappe to be in that conversation. Is he the greatest player of all time? But too soon time to tell. tell. Time will tell. Which leads us to the next one, which is our great goat debate. <laughs> Switching back to. The maestro himself, Lionel Messi. Is he the greatest of all time, in your opinion? Yes. Yes, he is. Um, you know, obviously there's a bit a lot of been a great players. A lot of great players. A lot of great players. Um, I think before the conversation it had always been Pele, Messi, Maradona, Ronaldo. Uh-huh. Um, I think you can scratch Ronaldo off that conversation. I think Messi winning this World Cup puts him above Maradona. Mm-hmm. So now you I think, think so, that, huh? I do. Um, I know there's arguments against it and I'll, I'll talk about those, but I think now the main debate is, is it Pele or Messi? And for me, I think it's Messi. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, I still think it would be Pele. I mean, he would have played wherever he wanted if Brazil would have let him, but they declared him a national treasure and that he could only play in Brazil. Well, he played at the New York Cosmos. I mean, he played in the U.S. At the end of his career, though. So, to me, I mean, yes, the level of competition Messi has faced is much better than Pele's, but Pele won three World Cups. I I understand that argument, but you also have to look at the supporting cast Pele had around him. I mean, he had great players all around him that honestly, if Pele wasn't around, could have been the best player at that time. Yeah, I mean, you got a point. Um, And then you got Maradona, who, I mean, that 86 World Cup is probably the best single performance of a player in the history of the World Cup. And this is where I would argue for Maradona is, yes, that World Cup. Then also just look what he did with Napoli, man. He took Napoli, an average team, and took them to championships. Yeah. And not just league championships, but European championships as well. So, And so that that would be my argument for Maradona is, yes, he Mm -hmm. brought an average team and made it great, whereas Messi's always been on great teams with great supporting cast around him. I mean, just look at the cast for Barcelona when he played there. I mean, yeah, Javi and Yesta. Davia, yeah. Henri, Ronaldinho yeah. showing him the ropes. I mean, Ibrahimovic, Samueletto. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. But yeah, so I mean, yes, he had great players around him, which definitely helped make him get to where he is as far as a player. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he still has to do the work. He's still doing it in his thirties. He 35. carries this Arge- He's carries this Argentina team to a World Cup final and wins it. To me, that solidifies it for me. I mean, I mean, how many goals did he score in a calendar year? It was ninety something goals. Uh, Ninety-one, I believe. I mean, I don't think that record will ever be broken ever. No, I mean, and that's what I'm saying. Yes, he doesn't have as many goals as Pele. I think Pele has 
more goals than him. 1,279 to Messi's 793. So, I mean, if Messi maybe goes to a farmer's league and bags 30 goals a season, he might get there, but I don't think he will. I mean, he's uh, in a farmer's league. The thing is, is I mean, you look at who else is on his team, right? Yeah. He's not going to have to carry the team because he's got Neymar and Mbappe to carry the team for him, which honestly, in my opinion, is why he had such a great World Cup because he didn't have to do all those things. I mean, he already has in, what is it, like 38 games this calendar or this season, he already has, what is it, 33 assists and 30-something goals. Yeah. Like that That is prime Messi stats. And I guess the argument, you know, Messi, he's, he's won it all. I mean, what else mm-hmm. can you say? The guy has won it all. He's won the World Cup, won the Copa America, um, won the Champions League. I mean, he's got 42 trophies in total, only one behind the great Danny Alves for trophies. <laughs> His former and teammate. I think right now the Ballon d'Or is a lock for Messi this well, year. And the other thing for Messi, man, is I was looking it up. That since 2008, until mm-hmm. he left Barca in 2021, he never had a year where he scored, scored less than 20 goals in La Liga. And in total for club, he never had a year where he scored less than 30 goals for a season. <laughs> so, I mean, you talk about being consistent from tw- 2008 to 2021. The yeah. guy was fagging 30 goals a season. Yeah. And that, I mean, the consistency, man. I mean, how is he not the greatest of all time? I, I mean, it is the great debate. It is much more in Messi's favor now. Uh, since he has won a World Cup, and it's looking like he's going to win the what they call the Super Ballon d'Or, yeah. which is the best player for the last 30 years. It's only been given out once. So, you know, if he wins that, I, I, mean, I mean, is that the, like staple on the end of the debate for me the debate's over yeah <laughs> i guess i guess my question to you is what does messi have to do to be considered the greatest of all time now i it's just, it's just for me it's like comparing messi and ronaldo they're two completely different players they play in different positions the maradona and pele played in different eras i mean maradona arguably played against better players he had more players that were considered all-time greats against him But it's it's very hard to argue against Messi at this point. Like it's very, very, very hard. And I don't know at this point if I can put off calling him that the greatest of all time. I don't think I, mean, I can. I mean to go I back to what I, I was can. saying. Yeah, he won yeah. everything. I mean Maradona never won a Copa America. Yeah. M- Messi has a Copa America. Mm-hmm. Pele never played in Europe. Messi's been playing in Europe. Um, Ronaldo. Life. I mean, he almost played for Spain. Yeah, I mean, R9, he never won the Champions League. Can you believe that? That is the stupidest stat I've ever heard in my entire life. Never won it, though. And then CR7, he's never won a World Cup. Yeah, I, didn't, he, I mean, if he was going to win a World Cup, it would have been this one with the sporting, supporting cast he had around him. Cause yeah, we, I mean, we talked World about Cup, that earlier. Yeah. If you were to go through the Portugal squad versus that Argentina squad, you'd be picking Messi and maybe Emmy Martinez out of yeah. Argentina. The rest would and be Portuguese. Maybe, maybe Enzo Fernandez. I mean, maybe. over uh, Ruben Neves. 
at, uh, based you know, off at his the beginning of the World Cup? No. On paper, before the World Cup, you're right. I would have picked Ruben Neves. But after the World Cup, I probably oh, yeah, would pick now. Enzo Fernandez. Personally. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, everywhere on that pitch is, would be all Portugal. All Portugal. Even the bench, probably. To be honest with you. Maybe I picked Dybala. Maybe. Before that the World bench, Cup, Martinez, Alvarez, something insane. like that. Yeah, it's insane, that Portugal bench. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think if Ronaldo wasn't in that locker room, Portugal might have gone to the final. They might might have beat Morocco. I think Maybe he was definitely toxic for that. For that, I, I think he's been a toxic personality for years. Personally, definitely but, since he joined Man United. I mean, he he only cares about himself. He really does. And that, at the end of the day, that's what makes Messi so much better. Is Messi makes everyone around him ten times better. What does Ronaldo do? He arguably makes people around him worse. Arguably. Yeah, except for maybe some youngsters who can learn from him, but as far as season yeah. players I mean he's I mean, made he's Anthony a- worse, arguably. So and Anthony thinks of himself as the next Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> so but we'll see what happens to Ronaldo. I, you're right. That debate is over. The GOAT debate for Ronaldo is over. And I think it has severely bruised his ego to the point of that's why he has become toxic. Yep. I mean, yeah, he's going to go end up in where is it, Saudi Arabia somewhere just collecting his money. And I think that'll be the end of him. Yeah. And, you know... On that same note, I mean, Mount Rushmore of greatest of all time, I guess. Yeah. I mean, um, we are pretty much a lock at this point, I would say. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, you, how do you not have Pele, Maradona, Messi? Then who do you put for your number four? Yeah, that's that would be the great debate. I mean, you could put, you know, you got Mueller, Beckenbauer, Ronaldo... Cruyff, Zidane, like the list Ronaldinho, goes on. on. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like who would be the fourth one? Do you just put little chunks of everyone's face everywhere? <laughs> A collage. Yeah. Uh, I but think yeah. for me, I'd put Cristiano. Yeah. As much as it pains me to say it, I think I would put him over the likes of Zidane or R9. Why? Again, just the amount of goals the guy has scored in his prime could turn a goal around in seconds. I mean, you've seen it time and time again. He is a big-time player scoring bicycle kicks in Champion League's quarterfinals. Or, <laughs> I mean... I mean, his highlight reel has got to be, at this point, like 24 hours long. It right? is. I mean, and like I said, if Messi isn't here today, I mean, it'd be Ronaldo being... Well, yeah, because I mean... Prior to Ronaldo coming to the big stage, not one person held every single record out there. And at this point, I think Ronaldo still has the record for more goals in the Champions League. Yeah, but that's it. Messi has every single record left. And arguably, the the only record that could possibly be beat. Is there any? 
<laughs> Maybe Messi's goals overall. Getting... I don't know. I'd have to look to see how many goals Ronaldo yeah, has. Ronaldo but I mean... apparently has passed Pele. Pele, yeah. I don't think that's correct, but it's you know it's one of those stats where yeah, Pele... I know there's a lot of stats like oh Pele was played in a park and counted that goal and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. all those and, arguments. Yeah, so I, I Ronaldo to me probably the best pure finisher of all time. I mean, the, the guy can head the ball, like you said, strike a ball. When he was young, you know, he started out on that wing and he would just terrorize defenders. Um, Martinelli kind of reminds me of a young Cristiano Ronaldo, if I'm being honest. A little less flashy, but... L- less flashy, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's very similar. Very, very similar. And so I, I hope the same success for Martinelli to reach Ronaldo heights. Um, but I mean, Ronaldo, man, he did it Man United, did it Real Madrid goes to Juve, does it there, and then arguably he comes back to Man United and it's where you can say he kind of really I mean, goes that, downhill. That, yeah, that whole organization is was already in the gutter, and he lifted them up maybe another half a notch. I mean, yeah, that recently. first season back, he's their top goal scorer. I mean, how many did he bag 20 goals or something that season? Some, something like that, and quite honestly, I think saved them. I mean, yeah, I mean – if we had Lacazette banging in 20 goals, I mean, it would have helped Arsenal's chances quite a bit. Day. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's no way. Some of those chances I saw him miss that season. If if he bags 20 goals that season, does Arsenal finish that low? No. I think top four. But that's the luck of an Arsenal fan. You don't yeah. get that lucky. <laughs> but So th- those are my four for the greatest on the, on the Mount Rushmore, so to speak. I mean, for me, it... Maradona, Messi, Pele. It's hard. There's so many good ones. I picked Beckenbauer, personally. Very close behind him was R9. Because he's the reason why I fell so in love with soccer. Plain and simple. He was so good at everything. He's a tank, which Erling Holland reminds me a lot of, not going to lie, just without the grace. (laughs) He just did everything so fast and looked so easy. If it wasn't for the debilitating knee injuries and the weight gain, which is a big one, I think Ronaldo probably would still be in that conversation right now as greatest of all time. But yeah, we'll never I mean, know. Injuries definitely derailed his career. That's yeah, plain and I simple. Mean, the shot in the knee and having a, I think it was the flu for the 98 World Cup final. He, it's, it's, arguably, he was at his peak in 2002. Yeah. But yeah. other than that, I mean, that, that man, some of the players and the teams he played on, I mean, the Galactic. Galacticos or whatever the Real Madrid yeah. team that was so loaded it was stupid. Luis Vigo, Beckham, Zidane, Roberto Carlos, <sighs> Iker so Casillas, good. Raul. They were so good. How they didn't win a Champions League, I'll never know. But we could arguably say that with Manchester City, PSG. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah. So let me ask you a, a question then. On uh, who's on your Mount Rushmore of players that you've actually seen play? 
So obviously, you know, I've never watched Pele play or Maradona. Uh, Maradona was before we were even born. Mostly. Yeah. I guess 94 World Cup, the big cocaine drug scandal where he yep. got drug tested randomly. We all know that wasn't random, but whatever. <laughs> um, but who's on your four? I've seen. That you've seen Messi, and you've watched play. Easy. I would have to put Cristiano on there as much as it hurts my soul that I don't really see have. for this one. Cristiano, I don't know if I even want to put him on. I don't want to, but I have to. If we're going by choice, he's nowhere near any Mount Rushmore I've ever wanted. I hate <laughs> as a person, I don't know him as a person. He does great philanthropic. I guess work, let's call it your four favorite. Who's your four, four favorite. favorite players? Okay, well, Messi, R nine, Henri. Those are the easy three. I mean, we all know as an Arsenal fan, Thierry Henry is God. Yeah. So R9 made me love football. Messi, I mean, you can't not put him on there as the GOAT. Believe it or not, I don't. I don't put him on mine. Really? I don't. I, I just love watching him play so much. Like, I can't, I have to. I have to. But other than that, it's hard for me. Maybe Ronnie? Ronaldinho? I just the flashy players never really caught my eye. So yeah, I mean I you know what? I'm not gonna go Ronaldinho. I'm gonna go Dennis Burkamp. Yeah. I would in my brain right now I'm like Burkamp, Ian Wright, right, right, right. So I <laughs> Burkamp, yeah. I'm gonna have to go Burkamp. How about you? Burkamp, great choice. Um so just to recap, yours was Burkamp. Henri, Messi, and Messi, yeah, Art Ronaldo. Okay, so in mine, kind of going back to that '98 World Cup, watching, watching that World Cup, you know, Ronaldo really made me like, whoa, yeah, I like watching soccer. This is fun to watch, you know. And so for him, me, Ronaldo, R nine has to be on. And then that, you know, honestly, that same World Cup, Zidane, yeah. Zizou, man, Zizou. I mean, if it's not for the the header. Which kind of tarnished his legacy? Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, he's. I mean, at that point, he would be up there too. Because I. I mean, we're talking of all the players that we have discussed as goats. Not one of them is a central midfielder. No. So I have Zizou R nine, and then of course King Henri. All hail the king. And then my fourth, I I went back and forth um, between a couple players. The two players you mentioned, Dennis Burkham or Ronaldinho. I'm very interested to hear this. Uh, you know, obviously Ronaldinho, what he did, the, the guy played with so much joy. It was just fun to watch. Some of the bag, the tricks he pulled out of that bag. Oh, God. Um, Burkham, man, was just silky smooth on the ball. Like you can ping a ball to him and he could sit there and just boop, pick it right out of the touch, air. Like he was picking like, cherries, man. That goal was, against Newcastle will be replayed <clears throat> forever. Oh, it's, I mean, it's so beautiful. Both of them, outstanding players, fantastic to watch. But for me, it's Ronaldinho. Yeah, as I mean, my, I can see it. As my Dino fourth. is, I mean, you still see players like, without Dino, I don't think Ronaldo does half the moves that he does. Like, he was doing moves that no one had ever seen before. I mean, the guy just lived off his pure talent, too. Like, you hear the stories about him at Barca partying, drinking, and then getting up the next day and going to play in a match. 
<laughs> yeah, him and R9. Yeah, I mean, those guys. Like, imagine if he was a disciplined footballer like Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, about his health oh, and exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Or as, but, you know, private as Messi is. Yeah, but I mean, shoot the fun. I guess, that's what makes life worth living, I guess, huh? <laughs> 100%. I mean, this isn't called bruise and banter for no reason. That's so. right. We we enjoy our bruise. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but... So that kind of wraps it up here for our first show. I know. I'm so excited. This was fun. Some more under the belt. We got some exciting things coming up. Arsenal. <laughs> top of the league. We are top league. We, we are, are top, top of the league. league. Um, I mean, yeah. All the storylines of this year. I mean, Premier League is back after the World Premier Cup. League is back. The excitement like we'll, there. We'll need to do our next episode, kind of uh, either reviewing this past week on uh, Premier League or do a World Cup kind of total review. Today we kind of just talked about the final. I know. Come up with our team of the weeks, our team of the tournament, sorry, that we mentioned. And, we and team mentioned of the a few players. Fine. But yeah, I mean, so many storylines in that World Cup. Talk about who ha- just do. the worst player was, the best player. Um, I know we have our opinions I'll give there. A sneak preview. It's Rumble of the Cockroach. <laughs> guy plays in one game as the worst player of the tournament. <laughs> you know, oh. we can also talk about our predictions here for 2026. Who's yeah. going to dominate in the U.S., Mexico, and Canada? Should be yeah, and you know, should be fun. All the storylines we could just we could do just next year. What's going to happen? I feel yep. like anything is possible right now. So we'll see. All right. Champions League's coming back. Europa League's coming back. Premier League's back. Anything's possible. But Yeah, we'll we'll watch it all and talk about all of it. I'm, I'm so excited. It's January, it. man. It's coming up, so we can talk yeah. about some transfers. Let the rumors fly. Let's go. <laughs> so yeah. So I'm Redbeard. This is Targo. Signing off. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.